killers, murderers, decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? What's up? What is happening? You are tuned into another episode of The Crimeverse with Nolzi Lee. And Danny. And today we are speaking about someone who has disgusted the both of us. Um, we apologize in advance. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you have like a weak stomach or like, yeah, just a word of warning. Mm, this, this, this guy... It was not what I expected when I chose him for the show. She chose him for the show, just by the way. I, I apologize. <laughs> so we know who to blame at the end of the show. <laughs> so Edward Theodore Gein, also known as the Butcher of Plainfield or the Plainfield Ghoul, was an American convicted murderer and body snatcher. You heard it, body snatcher. Gein's crimes committed around his hometown of Plainfield, Wisconsin, gathered widespread notoriety in 1957 after authorities discovered he had exhumed corpses from local graveyards and fashioned trophies and keepsakes from their bones and skin. This is the story of the Plainfield ghoul. Ever wonder... Where influences of horror films such as Psycho and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre came from, they were inspired from the infamous case of Edward Theodore Gein. Ed was responsible for multiple crimes, including the deaths of Mary Hogan in 1954 and Bernice Warden in 1957. It was during the disappearance of Bernice that local law enforcement suspected Gein. In search for Warden, they entered Ed Gein's home, and what they found was an absolute horror. Not only did they find the body of Bernice Warden, but they also found skulls and body parts of other victims throughout his home. Searching through the house, the detectives made even more bizarre and shocking discoveries. Chairs made from human skin, skulls turned into bowls, stuffed faces mounted on the walls, a torso tailored into a wearable vest. In addition, they found a box containing female genitalia, a bagged heart, a pair of lips attached to a light shade. Most of these horrendous objects were the result of grave robbing rather than murder. After his arrest, though, Gein did admit to the, another killing. That was the tavern keeper, Mary Hogan, whose body, weighing more than 200 pounds, he had calculated would be enough to make himself a skin suit. He exhumed as many as 40 corpses from local gravesites of Plainfield, Wisconsin. He kept bones, body parts, and skin as prized possessions. Shaking the town for his crimes, he was soon to be known as the Plainfield Ghoul. This infamous case soon made an impact in pop culture. Many film adaptations were created, such as Deranged, 1974, and In Light of the Moon, 2000. The most recent adaptation was the character in Bloody Face in American Horror Story Asylum 2011. There are many unsolved mysteries within this case, including the death of his brother and the amount of crimes actually committed. This case may be closed, but many questions still remain unanswered. Well, um, this guy... Can I just say, when I found the documentary... I made the mistake of watching it while eating lunch. 
you know, no. I almost made that mistake. So I had food prepared and then it started and already I was shaken. So I messaged Danny and I was like, I'm shaken by the music. <laughs> Is this supposed to happen? And she was like, don't eat while watching no. it. And I was like, Can no. Can I tell you, I was, I was eating and then there was just one photo. You'll know which photo it was. Yeah. That I just went, I put, I put the knife and fork back on the plate and I just put it aside. I was like, I can't. And every time I just found myself moving further and further away from my desk. Like I was trying <laughs> to get away, but it's still playing. Oh my word. I was like, okay, this is not what I expected. You know, you, you, we, we've encountered some sickos. Just, none like this but though. None. I feel like, like this. this guy takes the cup, and I maybe we're gonna say this every week, yeah, because we yet to discover like <laughs> crazy people. But for me, this guy so far is the creepiest. Like, I'm not even feeling bad for him. I'm not even trying to create a different story for him, like we've done with the other cases. I'm like freaked out. I just this. I think in my whole, like, I I love like true crime and like watching murder mysteries and stuff like that like it's just a thing this is the most disturbing thing i think i've ever watched or it's like or a researched. horror movie it's, it's a horror movie not can we just talk about the fact not only is he is he killing people but now you know say you're living in this little plain field wisconsin which at the time had no more than 600 people as a population okay yeah. now think about it not only are you scared for your life but now you think oh now my loved one's bodies are now being dug up could you imagine? And you can't even go back and check at that point. Like, did he, did he not? And what's even weirder is what he would do with the bodies of the people. I mean, he kept noses. He made nine masks made out of human skin. Can, can we just, he can we just wear human skin? Let's just talk about this. You know, you know, when you, when you put like those face masks on yourself, you know, yeah. like just having a nice spa day. Now, yeah. now imagine that being human, human skin. skin. No. Especially from someone who you dug up. Like you dug up their grave and then you skin the person. And then you put the skin on your your body. And you'd walk around his his Uh, farm wearing the skin of this lady. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the the faces is enough. But his actual aim was to build a woman's suit. And we'll get more into that later. But imagine climbing into someone else's skin. That is crazy. I'm sorry. That's... That for me is a no-no. He had 12 female heads in his house when they found him. He made bowls of human skulls. And then he'd eat from them. Mm -mm -mm. No, we eat from glass. Or maybe, you know, if you have a plastic bowl. But um, a human skull, like... (laughs) This is traumatizing. Like, who goes, okay, this is the skull of... Okay, he knows their names because he's read they the gravestones. This is uh, Mary's skull. I'm gonna put food on it and eat. Who does that? Imagine eating your soup. Ah, no. What's even uh, creepier is the fact that he has to crack the skull in order to make it a bowl. No, he used to cut it like he'd cut. If you've seen the pictures, it literally looks like he actually took the time to saw it properly so it looked Who like a bowl. Does that someone's head? Like you've you've removed but the I have skin a question. and the oh. wouldn't the the, the food. Go out the nose holes. I don't think he was using that part, was he? He was. If you look at the if you look at the picture, I think I have a picture here. Um, no, I do have a picture here, which we will put on our Instagram for any of you who are brave enough to see. I wonder if it will be removed though. I wonder as well. <laughs> do you see? Like, does that not? Oh wait. No, he made it. Like he was careful. This man is smart. 
Imagine eating all of that. That is the weirdest thing ever. I mean, this yeah, guy. Um, oh, and he like, yeah. Imagine how you you know you get like nice leather chairs, but no, it's not leather. It is human skin. Human skin. And the skin did not look good as well because you need to remember that um, it's skin, dead body skin. It's dead body skin, and skin doesn't form into like sort of like the mask shape that you'd see with plastic masks. So it sort of is like a weird sort of. But I mean, even if you like, if you look when they oh, can we just talk about this? When they they first the cops first went to his house. Now let me just this is when I nearly threw up my lunch. Okay. So the, the one cop goes in and it's dark and it's like very cluttered. He was also kind of like a hoarder. Like they said they found like radios and like he collected gum that he chewed and he like, he, like he was he, a bit obsessive if you ask me. Yeah. And the cop was walking and it was dark, whatever. And then he feels something brush up against his leg. No. And then he turns his torch and it's a female body hanging upside down and it's being completely gutted. I w- Listen, that is when God could have taken me home. At that very moment. He could have, I would have been done. I, I, God, but what, Jesus could have come and taken me. I would have been fine. What I don't understand, Danny, is the cop is traumatized by this the, the upside cop ran down body that has been, up. it's literally, he's literally um, gutted this body, taking everything out. But then the cop decides to go and take a civilized picture with Edward Gein afterwards. Was it? I don't know where that picture came from. Maybe it was before. Maybe it they was knew before. He was crazy. But why would you take a picture with a man that looks this creepy? I mean, he he had nine uh, female genitalia in a box. They said he painted it silver and he had a red ribbon like that, around it. That's just like it's like no, no. And then he made a belt with human nipples, and he had other various body parts. Mm-mm. And they say that. He, the only reason he never practiced uh, necrophilia is because he said the bodies smelt too bad. Well, duh, they dead bodies. They and how bad did his house smell? Because he had all these human parts all over. No, like- no, no. And he, I mean, he was grave robbing since the time his mom died. And here's the thing. He used to read obituaries in the newspaper to find out who had recently died and then find out who he wanted so that he could go when the soil was still fresh so that He'd be able to steal the body. So he didn't just saw my walk up to the cemetery and dig up a body. No, he would do research into who he wanted to actually, like, steal their body for. What? <laughs> I, I just want to ask this question. Do you think there is someone right now that is possibly doing the same thing Edward Gein did? I mean, I'm heard, I mean, I, I remember there's um during, I don't know what century this is, and I, I don't want to say because I know it's probably going to be wrong, but there was a time in um, yeah Europe, I think it was Britain, where they wanted to do like experiments, mm. but like, you know how nowadays you can donate your body to science? Yeah. So that wasn't a thing back then. So scientists actually used to steal bodies to like do research on them. So like grave robbing's been a thing. It's not new. He's not the first. Okay, but they're doing do it, it for work. I, I'm not excusing them. They're wrong. And like I wouldn't want my body stolen, my body or my family member's body stolen. But at least they're doing it for a purpose. They want to do research. I mean, do you think there's currently someone that I is really trying to not. wear someone else's skin? I really hope not, because that's. That that's just that's just wrong. I'm sorry. Like on devils. Le- levels. 
you know what? Uh, uh, guys, this case. This, <laughs> this <laughs> case Should we talk about the good. psychology behind it all? So, Edward kind of is a, but you can see he's messed up. Yeah, he if is. You, if you're looking into what actually, who Edward Gein was. So, let's just start with his childhood. During, I know his brother and father died in a, I think it was a fire. Yeah. Um, but he had a very controlling mother. Uh, like, you know, like Amish level, like, don't go outside. Don't watch we TV. We don't want you. Okay, there, I don't know if there's TVs in the Okay, there weren't TVs. Don't read bad books. <laughs> what were they? But then? like, um, she, they lived on like this isolated farm. I think that's why he got away with it also for so long because he literally, there was no, he didn't have neighbors. Yeah. So no one could smell his house yeah. or like see him dragging bodies in the middle of the night. Yeah. But like, she'd like really secluded him from the moment he was born. And she was, you know, those people who take religion to the next level. They're yeah. like, oh my word, no, you can't do this. People are evil. The world is evil. Wada, wada, wada. And like overprotective yeah. type of thing. And apparently she also mistreated him quite a lot. Mm. Now you can imagine, like, especially for a boy, like young, no friends. You live by yourself with this controlling the isolation, mom, yeah. isolated it never ends well. Yeah. I'm telling you, all these serial killers, most of them have like this funny, funny background. Where yeah. they're, they're it's abuse. It's um, it's isolation. It's rejection. Exactly. These are the main things that we see with many of these people who end up becoming psychotic. And you see, I actually think his mom actually had a huge role to play. Yeah. Because this only started after she died. Yeah. And there's actually a paradox between... with. Um, Edward Gein and the the paradox is that he'd only ever steal bodies that looked like her yeah but the way he treated the bodies after murder you could see so, so they it was so gruesome so what people like a psychologist I was watching said was that the reason he stole people who looked like his mom is because obviously he's he's lost his mom he's lost the last piece of like thing he's lost tether like yeah. he didn't have anyone else in his life yeah so he's lost that but then the brutality of how he treats the body shows how much he wanted like revenge on for what yeah. she did to him yeah which is also like really messed up that is messed up but i mean he he was at the same time with him wearing the skin he wanted to sort of step into to, being his mom step into his in a weird weird yeah, way some psychologists say he was trying to be a, like the 1950s version of a trans woman I don't, I don't feel that. that. I feel like it was more trying to be his mom. Yeah. I feel like he had this whole, uh, this mom shame. He wanted to, to bring her sort of back to life. Um, and I think he he saw a lot of what his mom was in himself. And I think he yeah. hated that in himself. So he was trying to cover that up. But at the same time, like the way he treated yeah. the bodies he hated her so like exactly but like you could see you could, you could see he had a very complicated relationship with his mom i yeah. mean when they searched the house after her death it looked like no one had been in her room yeah. since like her bedroom or like rooms that were specifically for, for her, her. He like it hadn't exactly no one had touched it since her death like yeah. it was exactly the same like you had stepped back in time so it's a very weird thing and it's kind of that you know again i don't want to say it's because obviously it's not Stockholm Syndrome because he didn't fall in love with his mom. But yeah. it's the same thing, again, like when you're at, like, attached to your captor, yeah. you hate them, but like you depend on them. Yeah. So it's really messed up. And shame, he did, he was diagnosed with schizophrenia and with, um, he was diagnosed as psychotic. Um, but like, shame, he was a, 
interesting character. And you know what I also found out? You know his favorite thing to read were horror comic books. Yeah, I saw that. Um, and, and like ones especially about grave robbing. And yeah. Stuff like that. So I think those with the break of his mom dying and then getting all those, again, be careful what you read and watch. Because yeah. do you see what this did? It now prompted him to go and actually rob it, graves yeah. because he's seeing... Apparently, I also read that they were... Those type of po- comic books were like very popular yeah, in the fact then, yeah. Um, and it was it was th- that's what shocked the world with this case is because the fifties, if you know American history, the fifties were a time of prosperity. Yeah. That's why um because like people had just come home from the war, life was good, um, life was booming. That's why they're actually called baby boomers because the population just exploded yeah. when everyone when the war was finished. Um, but it was a good time in life. So then when stuff like this happens in a town with like only 600 people, that like, that's a huge shock. Especially like serial killer, the term also wasn't as popularly used yeah. by then. And although serial killers, you technically need three victims and Edward Gein only actually had two that we know of, but I, they've still classified him as a, as serial, a serial killer. killer. Which, I mean, makes sense. because I mean, if he didn't do the grave robbings, imagine how many people he actually, he actually would have killed, killed to get, like, body parts and stuff yeah. like that. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, I was also reading, like, apparently this case, when it, like, came out, apparently tourism and the media flocked to this, this town. Mm. Like, flocked, because it was... One of the one of those stories where people are, it's you know when it's just such a shock you're like no this is this can't be real yeah. this is movie stuff this is yeah. the stuff you read or you watch in a movie this is not something that happens in everyday life yeah and I mean like that's why it's inspired some of the most well known popular um, horror movies I mean Psycho Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Silence of the Lamb of three if you ask I don't watch horror movies. No, I'm not about that life. Not about that either. Nope. Mm-hmm. But um, for people who do watch it, I know my, like when I asked my dad if he knew them, he was like, oh, those are like some of the biggest movies ever. I mean, I know my dad's mentioned to me many times about the Texas yeah. Chainsaw Massacre. So the fact he's inspired more than one serial horror killer horror movie, like for must me, must have been really messed. I mean, I would, listen, I would have packed my bags and moved out of town. I don't Out think of America, I would be gone. This Bye. guy was a killer. If you look at how he killed people, it was very sloppy. And he, and shot, he shot his victims. Yeah, but like he shot them and then he dragged them. So and like he left he'd the, leave blood. the blood trail. You don't leave blood. He'd shoot her in the store. And then leave the blood. Obviously, when someone comes in the store, they'll be like, okay, she's just been shot, she's gone. Like, you gotta be a little bit small smart than that i don't think he was he was a very if he okay if we're gonna say he was a serial killer he was a very dumb serial killer yeah he wasn't i think like, he was more of a thief and when i say thief i obviously mean bodies which thief is not i don't think it's a strong enough term to 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 speak about stealing people's bodies you know but what? i That's think that's actually was more so that. true like uh, like the grave robbing like that he did well. Yeah, he, he did, covered he, his he, tracks. He covered, and you know he, what and I mean? he did. I mean, he like grave robbed over like 40 graves. Yeah. But he only killed two people. I kind of understood the one victim because he said that her the her weight and her body type, he could have made the suit with her. But the other one was really random. Yeah. So like, what was the actual motive for the killing? Why couldn't he just ca- have carried on grave robbing? With the one, with I the other one, know. they it, said he... 
I don't he know. might have liked her or had a crush on her. So I think that possibly oh, is why. And then like she rejected him and he was like, screw you, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> yeah, because she was married, so. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't read that. But I feel like if he had stuck to the grave robbing, yeah, I feel I like he would have gotten away with it. Because I feel gotten... like it would have only like been discovered when he like died, died. and then someone went to his house yeah. and like found all this stuff. But I think it was because of the, the murder. Yeah. Because what happened was also, this is also dumb. The reason that they knew, thought it was Gein when they caught, because it was, was it Bernice? I think it was Bernice, the shop owner. Yeah, the shop owner. He had bought something. So his name was in the receipt book. Yeah. And that was the last receipt. Because then he bought something and then shot Marchana. At least use a different name. You know what I mean? Or don't pay yet. Shoot her and then take... And we're not giving tips here, but we just yeah, say... Yeah, yeah. I don't think he was a murderer. I think because he got caught on his second murder. Yeah, second I mean, murder. Serial k- killers kill. I mean, more like than last that. week's show, it's like he got away with like thirty-five. Yeah, and Zodiac, well, got away with like thirty-seven yeah. or however many, because obviously it's not confirmed. But like serial killers end up taking a lot more. That's why I said it's always three. Yeah, it's always three to make an, a definite serial killer. Yeah. So I also I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure if he was. A killer, I feel like the grave robbing more fits to his personality yeah. and his psychology. Yeah. And, I mean, we looked last week at the types of serial killers. And, well, my personal opinion is that he was mission-orientated. So that basically means that he had something like a, a like goal. A goal. Like he wanted his mom And back. we knew that he was trying to recreate his mom. Yeah. So, but he was doing that just fine with the grave robbing. Yeah. He didn't need to kill anyone. To kill so, again, but then again, we actually didn't get much answers out of him because when he was arrested, he was sent straight to an asylum. Yeah. He actually was never convicted of the murders until later on because he was um, unfit, mentally unfit yeah. to stand a trial. I think he did later on in his life. Let me just check that. I think, yeah. But, like, again, the people who end up in the mental... Institutions, yeah, that's yeah. the ones that have gone psychotic. Yeah. Like they've completely but living not in a house straight. with human heads and bodies. Yeah, you what would... do you think's gonna happen yeah. to you? You're gonna end up like this. And if imagine... not even entered by demons, because I, you know that's that's not like in our human psychology, we're not built to do that. I mean, if I see a body, I'm freaked out. I mean, he got away. It's a, he was robbing graves for ten years. Yeah, ten years. So I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the killing, I feel like the one was because he, he wanted the suit. Yeah. And I think the other one was because, but I, I don't think he was necessarily a killer. No. I think he was more of a thief. Yeah, he was more I, of a thief I, I, than I a killer. I agree with that. But yeah, man's guys, this case. Wow. We should have warned guy. you, don't eat before listening to or this. Or don't show. eat while listening to this. <laughs> we apologize and don't eat before we you go on our Instagram and look at the pictures. Yeah. Hopefully nasty Instagram stuff. doesn't take them down. Nah. It's very creepy. My last thoughts on this guy is that I never want to speak about him again. <laughs> yeah, done and dusted. Let's leave him <laughs> on to next week's show, everybody. <laughs> this man just yeah, I'm shaking as I'm speaking to you right now, and he's not even here. No, I regret eating before for, before recording this show. I, I warned myself, yeah. but I still ate. What's wrong with me? Sometimes I don't know. I think 
as creepy as the situation is, if he was standing in the same room as me, just looking at me from his pictures, I'd be freaked out. I'd be flipped. Because this guy, you'll see his pictures on our Instagram page. He looks psychotic. I don't think we've ever had a murderer that looks crazy. Yeah, he actually he looks... looks he, you can see in his eyes or like in his... There's something wrong. It's He's not, not normal. normal. It's... I don't want to sound rude. Like, I don't want to be like, oh, hey, he doesn't look no. He, he really... He really doesn't there's, there's look There's one normal. photo. It's like a front... Of a, of a, of, you know, the front profile. Yeah. It looks like he's wearing a sailor's hat. Yeah. I looked at that. I was like, okay, no. If you had to show me a bunch of random people and be like, pick the psycho, I'd be like, that That's one the psycho. right there. Yeah. Like, I mean, for example, like we said, the Casanova killer didn't look like a killer. No. Okay. This guy really does look psycho. Yeah. No. And it looks like this. Uh-uh. It's just the darkness in his eyes. Do you think he killed his dad and and his brother in the fire? Yeah, question. It's possible. Like burned them so he could have his mother to, to himself. himself. Oh! <gasps> Nobody looked into that, did they? Edward Keen. We He's see not alive, you. but we see you. We see you. <laughs> now my last thoughts is yeah, shame. Um, but I also kind of think because when you have schizophrenia, you not you really aren't thinking straight. Mm. I mean, you see things. You, you hear things. Yeah. Um, and especially in the 1950s, they didn't necessarily have stuff to treat that just yet. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of, I feel a little bit bad for him for that. But otherwise, he, he earned the name the Plainfield Ghoul. He really did. Yeah, he did. Yeah. But if you would like to see pictures, um, if you can stomach the pictures, then you can check them out on our Instagram at Decoding the Crime Verse. Um, and we will see you next time. Hopefully with someone less gruesome. <laughs> yeah. But for now, until next week, rest in pieces. Like what you're listening to? Follow us on Gab and Twitter at ActiveFM, Instagram at ActiveFM777 and Facebook at forward slash ActiveFM.